Let's go. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my size. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gonna slide. Bet I be there pronto. Yeah, we, you know what? We gonna call this the education chop because y'all know that education is elevation, goddamn it. Funny part about it is, even though we call education the great equalized country, we have ways of where education gets to expose a lot of different ways that power, you know what I'm saying, is used to, I really feel like, pacify. <laughs> That's what I want to use. Pacify a lot of different people and their fragility and comfort zones. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we know that uh, over the past week, there was a lot of controversial news surrounding what happened in Utah. But we know that breaking news that happened here a couple of days ago, the Utah school that made Black History Month optional, it, uh, it reversed itself. You know what I'm saying? The uh, Maria Montessori Academy is a charter school in Northern Ogden. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, feel everybody in Ogden. You know what I'm saying? We know we know some people down there in Ogden. Allow for parents to opt out their students when it comes to the Black History curriculum. We know that after an outcry and discussion with the parents, though, it changed the course. My question to y'all, though, is how do y'all feel about them even considering having the option to opt out of Black History Month? All right, you was glitching up just a little bit. So ask that question again. How do we feel about what? How do you even feel about the idea of them considering making a Black History Month optional or not, the curriculum? Black History Month curriculum being optional, how do y'all feel about that? Um, I think it's it's sad and it's sobering because it is proof that our very existence is still negotiable. To and here's where it gets scary: people who are control in control of knowledge, knowledge production, and knowledge replication. Right. So it's one thing to not want to talk about it or to not change or upgrade the history, but to make it some plug and play shit is just like wow to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really what it was really scary is that nobody's questioning if people are able to do this, the credentials to educate people. But I guess we live in a democracy, we live in a free will, every district is different, every state is different, so on and so forth. But it's just the negotiability of niggas' existence. Like I can literally be like, we, we do we are we talking about black people or not? The whole vice president of the United States is a black woman. What the fuck is this a, a conversation for? Like it's just really mind-blowing in that regard. So uh, it's sad, I think, is is what, and I mean, outside of it being obviously predictable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think um, it's one of them things where it, I mean, we, we live in a country where they're trying to take it out. They're trying to not even just opt out, but just erase it. Um, I mean, you can't look past how we still got to negotiate whether or not history textbooks should include uh, the word slavery as opposed to, you know, servant you feel me so uh you know i think i think this is this is one of those this is one of those white ways of attempting to um uh, you know kind of play that like toe the line a little bit like yeah, do it yeah, to where yeah. it's like yeah we're gonna have black history month but if it makes you uncomfortable not and and this is where george talks about this a lot specifically is racial this is where racial illiteracy come in because bruh if if you think Black history would make anybody uncomfortable. What are you putting on? What do you think Black history is? Yeah, you feel me? Like, wait, like, what? What is your understanding of Black history to assume that it's like uh, 
you know when you post something on Facebook and and the Facebook algorithm picks it up as something that could be said a graphic. And so Facebook asked you, do you want to see this graphic image or not before it actually just show up on your shit? That's yeah, what you, that that that's what happened. It's like, do you want this graphic shit? Do you I mean, want, do y'all want this real shit? Or do y'all want to just kind of still live in the show your show your periphery lacking because your context is so trash that you just really able to take the meaning of something and bastardize and manipulate it into whatever little confirmation bias you already got. Yeah, and so I mean, for me, I don't get mad at the things why uh, uh, these people do anymore. Um, primarily just because it's, it's, you really can't surprise me. I mean, with, with the things that we've seen and witnessed and just in real life, it ain't nothing that can for real surprise me no more. So this is it's more so one of them, one, one of them things where it's a, what, what, what they will call a watershed moment. They've learned, they've grown, and there'll be better liberals tomorrow. I guess, and I don't disagree, I guess my question is not necessarily, or the question that's on my mind is not necessarily how to feel about it, like, because, right, like, a lot of people in the comments are saying America has been trashed from day one. There was never an intent to emphasize or care about or to center Black history or to acknowledge that Black history is American history. All those things I agree with. I am more interested in the point. Is it <laughs> Are you just literally like an angry, rabid racist? And you just don't give a fuck about black people, or is it that like you are, and not like Maybe. the explanation, like right? Like, <laughs> like, are you just ashamed? Because I feel like that's a whole lot of why white people don't be wanting to talk about slavery, or like the worst thing. Like I was telling George this, and y'all tell me, I'm gonna test this theory with y'all in the comments, right? The worst thing you can like call a white person is racist, right? Like they're like. <gasps> Oh, like that will that will fuck up a white person's day. It will tear up a white person's day if you're like you're racist. Like they yeah. play about that shit. They do not want that on them. Like no, you keep that over there. I rebuke that. Right? And, and, and we're talking about and, and you're and you're clearly talking about like the average white the person. average white person, the average yeah. liberal white person who who wants to care, who who wants yeah, you who, to care who, himself like they care, who sees themselves as a good person. And look, this is also y'all tell so y'all hey tell me if that's true. But B, I said this is the same way. You know what a nigga can't stand to be called? What? A nigga can't stand to be called weird. That is some I see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They like to me, like I'm mainstream, nigga. I'm normal. Look, look, niggas don't like being called weird to the point where it'll fuck up their whole life style. Yeah. Like niggas will go completely uh, evil, yeah. uh start wearing you feel we know how it was it, it uh back in the day when niggas had the big parachute pants and I'm all, I'm all, I feel like whatever you like call it. weird for you gonna over identify with it you know what I'm yeah. saying whatever yeah. whatever they say like, like 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 typically whatever you call weird for you over identify with it and I just know when it comes to history I'm just thinking that because we having this conversation I'm thinking that an old high school definition of politics and how we talk that politics is the who gets what when where and how and to me. History exposes, you feel me, the who gets what, when, where, how, which you know what I'm saying to me, showing you how history is always inherently political. Because usually the people that's writing the history, they are typically the people that gets to determine who gets what, when, where, and how. And in most instances, they're the ones that's getting the the, the what and getting the how and getting out of it. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that we get to just have this option. My get the conversation going though. What I wanted what, what I'm curious of though is um what would it mean for black folks to have to have the option to opt out of white history? Hmm. 
What would it be for a black dropped out of learning white history? What would it mean? What would it mean for black people to have the option to opt out of white history? I don't think they would. That is scary because where you remove one thing, you you feel that. So it's not scary for me, but it's scary for the white establishment um, because niggas are inquisitive. They are the creators of everything. They are history, right? They are the groundwork. And so that creates a world where when niggas can opt out of white history, they just go start learning about themselves, which is black nationalism. That's a black nation building. Those are the pieces that you put. So you can't like this is very dangerous because we are still scholars. We're still historians. We're still griots in our own right. Right. So we're going to share who we are, and what we do. And then people are going to want to study it more. And you know what happens when people want to study a subject a lot? Niggas build schools. And then when <laughs> niggas build schools, like they build, they create classes. And then they have a curriculum and you elevate through classes. And then people automatically are like, well, a lot of people want to do this. They build schools. And then from schools, they build multiple schools and then different levels of those schools. And then they get credibility to those schools. And it, it just it, it starts to create self-sustainability and self-determination. Because niggas control the input and output of information, the flow inwards and outwards of where the info goes. And I think that's an I think that's an amazing point to you because definitely that's, that's why my head is bobbing like yep yeah yeah because mm-hmm. look that Damn feeling right. that feeling is what's key right like because like you said it's not like oh well damn we ain't got no history to learn we just not gonna know nothing it's like nah pe- people are still gonna want to know opting out of white history just means that how we got to this point the narrative that's associated with mainstream history isn't gonna dictate it so to be honest. Shit, our shit gonna start like your history gonna start in Africa. Like that's it's always that's where it's gonna begin. Now we are on the internet where a lot of people argue. Go ahead, George. I was about to say, I think I think that I think that if, at first at first when I first posed the question, I was thinking of like some doc, Dr. John Henry Clark when I first got, you know what I'm saying, to this little woke journey. I watched a couple of Dr. John Henry Clark videos and he talked about how if you want to learn about yourself, you feel me? You got to learn the history of who conquered you. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to be, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the other. You feel me? But 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 I think thinking about it more deeply, I feel like when Utah or when white people get the option to opt out of black history, we know that that is the absence of black presence in the history. I think that when we talk about black people being able to opt out of white history, that is not the absence of a presence of white people that is just black folks being able to control the perspective or the narrative of how the presence of white people is represented and how it is valued. I think that is something very, very, very interesting, very, very important to make the distinction of when we talk about being able to opt out of white history compared to white folks being able to, to opt out of black history. Cause know that one of them means the literal absence of while the other one means that the presence is there. But the question is, what is the positioning of that presence? Absolutely. Well, I mean, cause, hopefully cause like when you talk about what, the, what those two things mean, like we're black because of experience, you know what I'm saying? Like whiteness is a st- like you said, white, White history is, is established based off of, you know what I'm saying, like who's not included, who was left out, mm-hmm. right? Who who was in the me- who's menial, who's in the footnotes, you know what I'm saying, at the bottom of the shit, right? Black history is a story. That's the difference. You feel me? There's a narrative of the uh of a a particular culture 
going through certain, you know what I'm saying, tumultuous experiences. And it's explained, like, even how we come to understand it. We came to understand uh, understand the history of slavery through song, through story, through, like, word, like the, the word of mouth. Like, it was, it was more so, like, shit, like, children books of, of like, follow the drinking gourd type shit. That shit will always stick with me because that was one of the first, uh, like, lessons of slaves or enslaved Africans running away. You feel me? Follow you follow the drinking gourd. You follow the North Star. That'll get you to that. That'll get you to freedom. I, I said that was what second grade. Yeah. You feel me? That's how we learn. Like, but ninety four. White history. White history is you indoctrinated into it. You feel me? Because we've there's so much shit that we didn't have to come back and be like, wait, what? No, that's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, Think she- about that. Like it's 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 shit like Columbus Day that we've celebrated since children. That literally, we had to come back to to be like, bro, what did y'all sell us? Like that's that, like that ain't it. Go ahead, tell you. Well, no, I was actually thinking this question makes me think of another question, which is because I think you know, should we decide to delink ourselves from white history, opt out of it? I think naturally start to learn more about ourselves, disidentify with a whole bunch of bullshit because it no longer is the master narrative, and we create a different master narrative right then. All of a sudden, and somebody said in the comment, I think it was Infinite Blinks, that our history tells us, uh, our history tells me we should be looking toward our future. And I think we're able to do that, right, better when we are not, we're completely divested from white information. What this made me think about, though, is what non-white junior partners would do and the craziness that it would create in their life if they were to opt out of white history because of a couple things. One, you opt out of white history. I'm not saying they won't opt into their own history, right? But blackness shapes and is formative of so much of American history, you won't have to fill it in with niggas somehow. Right? Like, everybody. I mean, and vice versa, right? For us to truly understand ourselves, for example, we will have to sit back and really start to understand the relationship we have with indigenous people, for example, right? So to start to understand how land and body and commodity and things happened in the relationships between those and trying to like that shit, you will have to. Right. To really have a full scope of the picture. But what it would force a lot of non-white people of color, BIPOC, black and indigenous people of color or indigenous people of color, um, it would force them to have to come to terms with their proximity to blackness. Right. To understand that their subjugation is an offset, an offput, a weaker version Mm-hmm. of the blackness that we've been experienced, right? That the, the, the system has learned how to be fucked up to them because of the cheat codes that anti-blackness gave it. Right? And yeah, so I, I feel like I feel like we just illustrating. I'm bad sorry, I may cut you off. No, you good. But yeah, I feel like I feel like we're doing a, 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 a damn good job of just illustrating the nature of anti-blackness and how we see that a lot of people or a lot of the world is structured in opposition to blackness and black people. Where a lot of the understandings of what is is literally defined in opposition of what it means to be black or what it means to define identify blackness. Mm-hmm. So to me, it seems like if we talk about the absence of black, uh, the, the 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 absence of this narrative of anti-blackness, to me, it seems like it's gonna have a big old impact of how we get to learn about the world around us, how it was developed, how it was structured, even the way we talk about violence. You know what I'm saying? This is what I people people getting on social media. Motherfucker, say something. The word conquer, the word conquering, 
in the world coming from a white person when they're talking about indigenous people or talking about black people it's something that's good something that's you know what i'm saying domination now it's good it's like a basketball mm-hmm. it's conquered and we you know we were on defense we intercepted and conquered the ball and ran it over it's like that's how they talk about it almost you feel me to me it's like they strip it of the unethical demonic devilish nature of like fam you you talking about conquering or domination of 400 years rape and pillage and dehumanization and a whole bunch of shit now that you make against the law and illegal i'm most worried y'all talking right now i think that tomorrow i'm 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 i'm, I'm, I'm gonna do me a video about the arbitrary nature of criminality and how we should and how that's black history the the arbitrary nature of what criminality the arbitrary, the arbitrary nature of how they structure what it means oh to yeah without criminal. a doubt i think it's always seen as being criminal without a doubt and um I think uh, what what Toya was just speaking to too was coming to grips with, I mean, black people being at the foundation of everything that's in this motherfucker. We intersect with everything. There's nothing that there's no place that anybody who's touched like any other culture or any other people who've mm-hmm. touched down here. There's no place where we haven't intersected, mm-hmm. either as I, I and, and that's and to be for real either as allies or enemies. Because when you live in a place like America, there is no middle ground. You're either against racism or you're or you allow it, which might you might as well be for it. To allow racist violence, to allow racist ideology, to to adhere yourself to anti-blackness and that type of shit, like that makes you an enemy to black people. Yeah. Period. Right. I mean, and when when I say enemy to black people, I'm saying like that. That's where people adopt the anti-black prejudices that they understand about black people. And that's where that shit becomes dangerous. So when we talk about understanding that intersection, like there is implications that come with that. Like that, and that's why dealing with real black history becomes difficult because you have to deal with where you stand in terms of either further oppressing by adding to the anti-blackness or what or what you have done or what your people have done to push back against that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, hey, well, that's in this conversation about banning black history, this uh, little set about to get into this, this, this person is looking to do exactly that ban black history. A black GOP candidate from Michigan vows to cancel Black History Month if elected as governor of Michigan. Uh, I really ain't even got no questions. I mean, I really ain't even just just got kids. Like we all know, like we know that it's all skin folk and kin folk, and we know that suckers and and bootlickers come in all shapes, colors, and sizes. Yeah. This is something we learned recently. Sometimes your ass can be so far left. You right, you know what I'm saying? You really on the right side. You claim it, you know what I mean? But that's another thing for another subject. My 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 question for y'all is: What are your initial thoughts in 2021 that a black GOP candidate is vowing? To cancel Black History Month during Black History Month, to part of his announcing of running for governor. Um, go ahead, Damo. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's goofy clown shit. Like this is this is this is what opting out of Black History look like. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like this is the type of shit where like, it, it, and it's it's crazy because the irony is lost on these people. Like the fact that you're saying, you know, we should we should celebrate American history. Uh, we should have we should have a month where we celebrate American history. Yet when you look at every school curriculum in the United States, 
American history is a required is required learning. Mm-hmm. You have to learn American history to graduate from school. But we're but because let's take it out of the context of the of like the celebration of the month. Let's let's just take it, let's put it in the context of valuing the information. Right? It we we've devalued black history to the point where we have to put it on a month. That's the best we can get. American history is required learning to get the credentials you need to go anywhere in life. Yeah. Even though it ain't gonna have nothing to do with you living your life. You better you better be able to name some of the constitution. You better be able to know what happened in 1776. You better be able to know uh you know who wrote the bill of rights. You better be able to know all of that shit if you want to succeed in life. Mm. Not just enjoy a history month, but if you want to move forward in a way to where we think you a valuable human being. Cuz y'all know how you people you y'all, y'all know how the world treat people without high school diplomas. So, I mean, like, th- th- that's why the irony is lost on these people. I mean, we can literally just sit back and laugh at the ignorance. And, I mean, and to see black people kind of espouse white privilege like this, it's like, nigga, like, like this movie's like agents of white supremacy. Like, you don't even get the white privilege. You're just an agent of some shit that got you looking stupid. So, Jay Mentor, shout out to Odie in the, in the, in the, chop, uh, in the comments. What's good? What you get evening? Uh, Jay Mentor said. He's he's foreign, so that explains a lot. And I would be interested in what ethnic or even cultural context he's coming from, because I definitely didn't know that part about him. But I think yeah, his name is Austin Austin Sheen, and then based off his last name, it's like yeah, I don't know what you, I don't know what, I don't know what you, I don't know where you from. Yeah, I I mean, but regardless, right? I think niggas that blow mine are the ones that are so just quick to desire to get to post raciality, and what I mean by that is you know this world where racism and anti-blackness is just not have the not even you don't even have to be like the police are like you do need to be like the police are terrible and anti-blackness is systematic and structural and racism like are we, i want that but nigga just, just to, not to even leave no space for the history like are you so beyond race that you you think we should live in a society and live in a world where we don't even take the time out to acknowledge it at all? Like that trips me out. Like what reality, what alternative reality, what ultimate existence are you tapped into right now? And so those people scare me. I'm going to be honest. Those people make, me, make my nerves mad. I don't think any of, if you have identified with the GOP or conservatism in any way, you no longer surprise me. Right. Um, but even some things don't surprise me, but they still scare me. Right. Like I saw that coming, but I keep that shit over there because is it contagious? I don't know what got in you, what got on you, how you got here, but I don't want no parts of that shit. So it's just, it's weird. You know what this reminds me of? Like when me and my wife, like when my wife get an attitude with me, like when I didn't did it wrong, it don't matter what the fuck I say. Like it don't matter what the fuck I do. <laughs> like I could be breathing and it's like, uh, like please, I need some space. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's literally, I feel like that's what we've gotten specifically with the grand old party with Republicans. We've literally gotten to the point where it doesn't matter what it is. If it has to do with black people, oppose it. Even the most trivial shit. The fact, like, again, the fact that they are willing to say, well, you know, what about celebrating white history? Motherfucker, there is, even, listen, even if it comes down to a particular, um, uh, like I, like finding up a, a, a time where we celebrate things, right? We celebrate the fucking the Fourth of July. You ain't even gotta go. To, most people ain't gotta go to work. 
celebrate that every fucking year. Thanksgiving, yeah. like think every holiday that we have okay. is a moment uh, is a moment of re remembrance for white history. Okay, so what are we doing? People are starting to get Juneteenth off, and they're thinking about making it a national holiday. Kwanzaa. Like, do we need a month that may, we have other opportunities throughout the year? What about those other celebrations? What you you said what? What about those other celebrations? Like you're saying, like, but their retort or response would be, but you have Juneteenth, for example, but you have mm -hmm. all these other man. You you didn't even know what Juneteenth was until you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what is niggas really talk about? I don't like. Yeah. I, don't know. I just think it's silly. I'm thinking the counter arguments, right? Just kind of both <laughs> on both sides of it. Just kind of being the the uh, who nobody wants to be the devil, um, the, the devil's advocate or whatever. But if we all know it's bullshit, you know. And I really hope that those cities and people there, black, white, and everybody in between, stand up and fight for fucking history. Stand up and fight for knowledge and facts. I really hope that people shout him down, mm -hmm. protest him, do whatever needs to be done, just in the name of factuality. You don't have to care to just want objective fact to exist. You don't have to be invested in it. You don't have to try to protect it. You don't have to pass it down to your generations, but there's nothing wrong with saying that section of the library should exist or that, that, that should be in that, like in whatever, you know what I'm saying? So Man, just, come it's okay, on. It's come okay on. pretty Jackson. We're not gonna judge you. We're not gonna judge you. Hey, hey, it's, hey, you ain't it's, the only it's, one it's, it's, it's a fat ass <laughs> conservative contradiction. Cause the same conservatives that say we should not tear down the statues because we can't change history is the same conservatives that turn around and say we don't need to celebrate black history because we don't need to get into that history. Make it make sense. Period. Uh, can you not change history or can you change it? Because it sounds like to me, I think y'all can change it when it comes to black history. No, but they're ashamed of it. Do you, do you realize how much power it takes from white people to admit as much like to the things that they actually did? Like, it ain't even be like, admit y'all mean or admit y'all bad. Like, the nitty-gritty details of what white people will have to comp to, either directly doing or being direct benefits of. Man. Like, to have a real honest conversation with white people about the way that generational, things like nepotism, things like generational, like, to really talk to them about why they are who they, like, that would blow the top off some white people. Like, that will fuck everything up. And so, they can't handle that. That's why I really think, honestly, I took the shame. That's why I went in on the notion that Calling somebody racist is the worst thing you can do because they are just. We did that. Oh, yeah. Two two people. I mean, or even just, or even just the, the, or even just they shallow attempt to distance themselves from it. Well, that was in the past. Nobody, uh, nobody alive was responsible for. Shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it, George. That's it, man. Hey, this, 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 this. How we, I feel like what we know is the curriculum and education tells us a lot of what's going down. We know that for you to be seen as a law-abiding citizen, for you to be seen as a knowledgeable citizen in America, you have to have mastery of white and European curriculum of what they've been able to accomplish and what they've been able to do in terms of contributing to society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What we also know is that you can go all the way through school and not know a goddamn thing about black history and still be seen as just as knowledgeable, just as all this <laughs> stuff. So it shows you how when it comes to what history, what education is valued in America, 
how white supremacy is really what it is. How white supremacy has its way of being kind of watered down and sugared up, you feel me, and pushed where it's always made palatable and consumable. And you ain't even got to sell white hoods, so you ain't even got to burn up no crops in nobody's yard. All you got to do is be able to have that the valuing and hypervaluing of, you know what I'm saying, this history over that history. And that's the education child. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.